Welcome to the Crimson Circle. It's our monthly meeting. We're here. We're ready for Jeffrey Hoppe channeling Adama Saint-Germain. We're in the Crimson Circle studio, a creation built by Chambra. Whether you're listening to us, you could be listening from Blog Talk Radio. You could be listening from the Crimson Circle website, crimsoncircle.com, or you might even be watching video also on crimsoncircle.com. Welcome to all of you. Thank you for being here. We have a lovely studio audience, as also, and lots of staff working to support what we're all listening to. So thank you. So, as you can see, Jeffrey is bringing those energies in, and we're here to support that. So with that, I'm going to ask that each of us, whether you're listening or watching, that you take the good deep breath. Adamas invites us to take the good deep breath. It's a conscious breath in this now moment. It's a breath that fills our body. And as you breathe, you can feel the soul of you, all of you, in the most important place of creation, this now moment. So breathe deeply, feeling, flowing, and allowing. The music is going to play, and I invite you to use that music to really allow yourself to feel. You can hear it, feel it, breathe it. Open with all your senses. Breathe and receive in this now moment. Each of us, breathe.
I am that I am, Adamus of St. Germain. A natural woman? <laughs> I have been. I have been. I could be. Welcome, dear Shambram. Ah, without even having to think about it. Ah. And goat's milk? You're right. That's why I asked. Mm. Ah, uh, there's some things about being human that are so fine. Ah, uh, you can't get coffee like this in the angelic realms. Um, you can't have this kind of joy and passion that you're having right now in the angelic realms. Only here, only here. There's nothing like it. Nothing like it at all. But yet, on the other hand, all of you are ready to get out of here. <laughs> and well, that seem, may seem to be a contradiction. It's not at all. You know that there's more everywhere. You know that there's more out there. You know that, in a way, you're trapped in the zoo. Going back to that analogy, which we'll beat to death today. <laughs> you know you're ready to go somewhere else. And the beautiful part is the part that you could have never have imagined, the part that religions and spiritual groups and New Age groups never quite seem to understand, is you do both. You stay in the and. You stay as a human, enjoying the, the, the beauty, the inspiration that you just saw on the screen, the beauty of eating birthday cake like you were doing earlier. For those of you watching in online, they're all filled with sugar. No wonder they're so happy. <laughs> That's the secret. Fill them with sugar. So, Shumber, we come here to our first shout of 2016. The years don't really make a difference, but they do. For the human, it's a, it's a measurement. For the human, it's motion, something happening 
a way of looking at the past, a way of looking of where we're going to go forward, then I can tell you right now, 2016 is going to be a very different year. Hmm. So here we are, our first child of 2016. Here we are in this gathering called the Shoud. The Shoud is where all of us, all of you, bring your energies together, bring your hopes and your fears. You bring your inspirations. You bring the flat tires of your life right here. But it's here that we then allow them to open and expand. It's here that we bring in a little bit of every one of you to create the message on the fly, not pre-prepared, to create the message in the moment of your lives. It's not only, hopefully, helpful to you to hear what's already inside of you, what you're already knowing and sometimes even thinking, but it creates the book, the history of those pirates and pioneers who entered into the new energy in a way that most other humans could never have imagined, never have dreamt of. And of course, I don't need to say, because you already know it's difficult at times, of course it is, going from one form of reality into many forms of reality while staying in the human body. Going back all the way to the early teachings of Tobias, it was about staying in the body. To open up and allow yourself this thing called enlightenment or realization in the waning hours or days of your life. The way the other masters have done is relatively easy. It's easy to have that grand inspiration, the deathbed realization. Relatively easy. But to do it while you're still walking amongst others, while you're still dealing with the ways of the world and humanity and old energy, that's difficult. That's what you're doing. So we're going to go forth into 2016. It will be, well, I don't want to define it because I'm going to ask you to define it in just a moment. It's going to be a year. It's going to be a year also of, as I'm known to do, uh, running some off, because there's no room where we're going for those who are drowning in Machio. What do you mean by run off? Uh, depart, leave, uh, go somewhere else, go, go somewhere else, uh, to another group that's perhaps more compatible. There's no room, as I've said and I've gotten some grief about, for those who insist on practicing lack, insist on practicing ignorance, <laughs> who insist on practicing limitation. There's just no room. And as odd as it sounds, there are many, many humans who prefer to do that. They, they really do. They, they, they like to study the metaphysical, the, the spiritual. It gives them kind of a, a temporary distraction. But what we're going to be doing is doing it for real. We are going to be going where very, very few others have gone before. Yes. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah, profound. I Whoa. did, as I've mentioned before, I did help write the, the scripts. <laughs> so, dear Shumber, let's take a deep breath with that. Deep breath. Ah, 
it's good to stand here with all of you, to be here with all of you, knowing what you've gone through, knowing that the most difficult part is over with. It truly is. Yes. Yes. But <laughs> and and there'll still be challenges, but we have this. We have this thing called a shout. We have our gatherings together. We do it here in person as humans. We also do it in the other realms. I'm going to make one statement before we get into our questions and answers. Truly trust yourself. I know so often the biggest issue really with Chambra is that you question yourself. You question, am I doing the right thing? Am I going the right place? Am I thinking right? Am I eating the right food? There's an awful lot of questioning and doubt. Could you imagine for a moment taking all of the awareness and all of the energy that you spend on questioning yourself and apply that towards giving gratitude to yourself? Yes. All that energy. Did I, did I wake up on the right side of the bed today? Did I read the right book? Maybe I should read other books. Did I, did I um, say things right? And mostly, did I think things right? We're going to dispel that whole thing about thinking today. We're going to go way beyond that, because that gets you so caught, so trapped in things, that thinking. And you'll still be thinking, <laughs> but you'll have a new tool. All that time that you spend questioning, did I do the right thing in this lifetime? Did I take the right job? Did I? Take my vacation at the right time. All those things. Let them go. Let them go. The answer is very, very simple. You cannot make a mistake. You cannot. Mm. You, you cannot. You can try, and sometimes you can be in emotional or physical pain, but you actually can't make a mistake. And that's not just a nice metaphorical, metaphysical saying. I mean that. You cannot. You can't not read the right books, or go to the right places, or any of that. You cannot. You have something so ingrained in you that's far beyond any of your human capabilities, the human self-capabilities, so deep within you it is going to guide you there in spite of the human. And that's often the challenge. Often the challenge is that the human thinks, well, it should be this way. But that divine guidance system is going to bring you there. You're going to find that you'll be a lot less tired, a lot less stressed out, a lot less befuddled if you just realize you can't make a mistake. You can't. So don't even try not to not to make mistakes. <laughs> Enjoy life. It comes to you. It comes to you. That's the one thing you're going to really realize this year. It just comes to you. So stop the questioning. Stop the doubting. You cannot make a mistake. Isn't that such a, a wonderful release? You cannot make a mistake. You really can't. It's so, so very simple. That frees you to actually enjoy life, to be in life. So. Now, let's begin the questioning. We're going to need the board up, the writing board up here. We're going to need Linda on the microphone and a volunteer for writing on the board. Mary Sue, 
wants to write on the board. Oh, yes, she did not. <laughs> no, Remember, I know she's capable. you can't do the wrong thing, but other people can inflict it on you. <laughs> Are you okay? Yes. okay. No, it's absolutely appropriate because you're one of my targets today. So oh. It was perfect. Oh. It was perfect. And she's wearing purple. So am I. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Good. So we're bringing the board up. Linda's getting ready on the microphone. Okay. Mary Sue is going to be writing at the board, getting used to a new type of fame. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Ah, so the question is, this is uh, the beginning of 2016. We're going to go back and look at this, because Gene's going to remind all of us to. We're going to go back and look at this at the end of the year. I'm going to ask you in five words or less to describe the year from a humanity, a global standpoint. Five words or less about this word, about this year. It can be one word, two, three, four, five. After five, uh, we're, hey, no, you lose the microphone. To describe what kind of year is this going to be for this planet? For 2016. For 2016, yes. Got it. For 2016. Now, remember, you're not making predictions um, so, so much. It's about feeling what's going on, on in the planet. What is this year going to be like? If, if you had to do 2016, if it was a book, 2016 and your title, you know, title should be three, four, maybe five words long. What's the title? of this book for 2016 for humanity. So begin, Linda, and if we could get you writing on the board. But I'd like you to draw a line down the middle, and right now, just write on the left side. They need some more paper. He's, we need more pad. paper. Okay. And paper shall come to us. And so it will. That's okay. the way it happened. So 2016, five words or less. What is it? Begin. I'm going to enlist one of the Nash kids so they can decide who's going to be the spokesperson from the Nash family. The Nash kids. The Nash oh, yes. kids. All three they of them. They don't look like kids to me. Well, they are. There's big brother and he's enlisted them all. Well, and they're going to they're gonna let you speak, Scott. The middle uh, child. The middle child. <laughs> sitting in the middle seat, in the middle of his life. Uh, Eye-opening awareness. Eye-opening awareness. Eye-opening awareness to describe the, the... Okay, good. Now, that's uh, assuming that you, that you think that a lot of humans are, have their eyes open. Well, they'll eventually have to, I think. Eventually have to. Ah, ah, ah. Or, or could they not just dig in deeper? Yep. I'm just saying. Possibility. Yeah. Yeah. Or With could it be closed. that it's going to open the eyes for some humans in, in an awakening kind of way? And others will absolutely shut their eyes. They will close mm. down. Possibly. Good. Mm. Even yeah. that's opening, uh, eye-opening awareness for them. To close their eyes. Yeah. I think their eyes are closing right now anyway. <laughs> but yes. Good. But, but I like what you're saying is things are going to be happening this year. Yes. Good. Okay. Let's see where we're going here. Da, 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 da. Let's do the sister just to get her. You, you pass it off to brother. How about you? Uh, five, five words. Uh, you already know. I already saw what you, what you had thought, but you don't necessarily want to say. No. Go on. You look gorgeous. Stand up. She's wearing yeah. crimson. Go. Hello. 
Um, I think we're going to get past fear this year. There's been so much fear last year. That we, like you, me, and Chambra? Chambra. Or the globe? Oh. The planet? Well, I think we're going to get try to get past fear. For the planet? Yeah. Okay. That's, that's we're going to come I back want. to these that's in December. <laughs> that's what I want. That's what you want. Ah, yeah. ah, yeah. did you hear that? That's what I want. That's not what I asked. What oh. do you feel? Well, let, let's get into reality. Yes, yeah, so what, it's what I want, too. Uh, but just feel into the, this globe, this planet, the, all the people, and, and where is it headed in this year? Hmm. Oh, you had it before I tapped into you, and you was right on your fingertips. I think we're just all trying to be less fearful. Less fearful. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll put that on here. Less fearful yeah. for the population. Well, because there's been so much fear in the last oh, year yeah. or two. Yeah. And it's got to move forward. Suddenly, the wind will come out of the west and blow away <laughs> fear <laughs> for the planet. Yes, yes. Could be. Could be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm making no judgment. Uh, less fear for the planet. Yeah. We're going to come back. Let's ask a psychologist. Okay. <laughs> Let's, uh, that could be a game show. Let's ask a psychologist. Yes. I would say we're going to continue in violence. Continue in violence, more or less violence? About the same. More creative violence or same old violence? Well, more technologically involved. Yeah, more technical, technical violence. Mm -hmm. We put that good. You're doing you a great job. Doing a great job <laughs> over there. Now you know what it's like to try to write on the board, be in all this energy, and spell. <laughs> uh, normally, you could easily spell everything. You don't even have to think about it. But you're up here, and how do you spell but? Two T's. <laughs> Two T's. <laughs> Two T's. Okay. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. okay. We've got some energy going here. Uh, let's do oh, wait, a, wait. Yeah. oh, one more Nash. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I would say. Uh, oh, maybe it was you I was feeling, not her. Oh, you're so know. clear. Okay. Um, I would say uh, choosing conscious ignorance. Like, I, I feel like there's a choice that. You know the world will have to make, and at right. times there's expansion in all areas. But there'll be like uh, people that focus on the fear and the terror and the things, and localized whether it's guns or whatever it is to yes. them, it's localized. And I think choosing conscious ignorance is a conscious choice to be good, leaving that away. Yeah. What's behind door number one, two, or three? Ignorance, stupidity, and <laughs> being a fool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you choose which one you want because they're all the same. Good. Okay, uh, choose, I, actually, I like that. There's a lot to that, because <laughs> that's what a lot of people do. They actually have the choice right in front of them so often, and they choose ignorance, stupidity, or, or, or lack of consciousness is the nice way to say it, but it's stupid. They choose that, uh, sometimes out of fear, sometimes because they're addicted to lack of consciousness. They're really addicted to that. And I'm going to explain why before the day is done.
maybe not here, but before the day is done. <laughs> to someone, maybe not you, but I will explain it. Okay, let's continue. Let's hear from a young Chambra. Young Chambra. You're all young Chambra in my book. No, this is really young. No, really. An old Chambra is like 900 years old. You guys are young. You're really young. I'm very young. But, yes. Um, a gap. Gap? A okay. Gap. So, like, described by everything that's already up there, but also a gap between people who continue to enjoy ruts. Yes. Like, a restriction of energy that they continue, and they feel that the battle against restriction is better than leaving it. Yeah. And Good. those who have gone so far past, almost past the turning point, yes. that there's a little literal gap. So young, wow. so wise. Wow. So wise. Yeah. Yeah. Good. That's good observation. A gap, more of a separation. We talked in our last shout about the thinkers and the knowers, uh, and there's a lot of other definition you could put on it. But yeah, more of a gap, more of a chasm on the planet, and it's going to make it a little bit more challenging to live in. Good. Two more. Okay. What's going on on the planet? Yeah, you yeah, were yeah. raising your hand before I saw you. Uh, Maybe I? your soul was. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think the, the two different things, people putting their heads in the sand even more because they just can't deal with what's going on. Right. And then the, I'll call it, no more, the revolution escalates. Right. No people more, are, more, no more tolerance for A lot of people are just getting it. really sick and tired, finally. And I think mm. that we're going to hear that, see that even more all over. And then the people that are just... You know, can't handle it. Good observation. Uh, and you're, you're very right. And, and then everything in between. In other words, people who put their head in the sand and they know it shouldn't be down there, and they get uh, intolerable and intolerant, both, actually. Uh, and, and that's kind of what's happening right now on the planet. People are, I think you have a word to use, cocooning, uh, withdrawing, uh, closing in in so many ways. And uh, at the same time, can't stand it. You can't stand it. It's not natural to be that closed in. Yeah, to be that uh, with your head in the sand. Good. Thank you. <coughs> One more. I, wait, wait, wait. I feel like there's the fourth. There's. I need to move to this side of the room. <laughs> <laughs> the look. The look. Sometimes, right? <laughs> Linda loves you. She, she'd come over and give you a big hug if she could. She can. She can move the chairs. She can come over and give you a hug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different, exciting. Different and exciting. He's not done with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Never, never, it's never that easy. He's not done different with and you. exciting. Uh, different in what ways? I don't know. It's going to be different. <laughs> different. Okay, just sense into it uh, for a moment. Different. Don't think. You're thinking. Uh, thinking. You're thinking. You're uh, thinking. Yeah, your phone's going to ring. Not, but I was distracting you. So, okay, now that you're done thinking, you already know it. Different because... It's never happened before. It's uh, never happened oh, before. Okay, good. Uh, and what was the other one? Exciting. Exciting. Really, for whom? Donald Trump. LAUGHTER <laughs> <coughs> He's coming here to speak at the next shout. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> but what, what, what does he bring? Come on. 
some change, some breaking away from the old ways. Uh, yeah. Uh, Bernie Sanders, another one for those not in the U.S. Though. You have a socialist and a crazy man. Uh, you have a so- <laughs> he is, and he doesn't care. He doesn't care. Okay, uh, we're not going to get into politics here. We'll do that later. Okay, uh, next. Oh no, that's it. Okay, next you said question. Two more. Right, 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 be right. Happy. So we have a list here. Um, We'll go back and check on it later in the year. It's good, but it's not great. You know, that's oh. that's kind of B minus level kind of answers. I I will expect I will expect more out of Shamber in the future. Okay, deal. Because you expect more out of yourself. Come on, almost lame. I mean, there's some good <gasps> stuff in. Shut up. Almost lame. <laughs> da. She tells me that all the time, <laughs> especially <laughs> two o'clock in the morning. I'm trying to have a discussion with Shambra. Shut up, shut up, but I must get out of here. Okay, so not real good. Uh, come, really? Is there anything breakthrough there? Anything that? Uh, no, no, no. What's your I'll give it in a minute. <laughs> you could be sure, Edith. <laughs> Edith. I'll tell you something about a master. A master never asks a question without knowing the answer. Otherwise, you set yourself up to go right off that beautiful pedestal you've made for yourself. You always have to have the answer. You're quite correct. Uh, I want to hear that again. You're quite correct, dear Adonis. Could you turn up the microphone? You're so smart, handsome, (laughs) wonderful. And I love you. <laughs> Good. Okay, the second part. The second part here. Now, you're all going to actually get on your um, social media. And do you think these are really good answers? Because your answers at home were, as you know, really good. But you didn't have a microphone in your face oh. and everybody watching. So, second part of the question. Same basic question, but instead of on a global basis. Five words or less, what is this you're going to be like for you? For you. Mm. Yeah, your year. Feel into it for a moment. Don't think into it. You're knowers now, remember? You're not thinkers. What's it going to be like for you? Not necessarily what you would say, just your wishes and hopes, but where's that boat of your life headed to right now? Where are you going with all this? What kind of year is it going to be? Okay, let's begin. Five words or less for you this year. Ah, good. <laughs> Carrie, Carrie, Carrie. Hi there. Hi. I've missed you. Would you too. mind standing up? Sure. Good. Um, for me this year, it's. Oh, uh, you already about passed me. your five words, but oh, that's shit. okay. <laughs> okay, I'm going to restart. Um, unraveling all these ties. Unraveling ties. Yes. I like that. Mostly ancestral, and it's really almost finished. I, almost I finished. Believe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but it used to be unraveling where I was like, ah, and now it's like, oh yeah. Would you would you do that again? <laughs> yeah, 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 like yeah. that. Okay, good. Um, what's what's the hardest part? Uh, we're not done. What's the hardest part of the unraveling? Is it physical or the emotional? Well, it used to be super emotional, but yeah. that tapered out. Like the I am her thing kicked in. Yeah, yeah. And now I, oh, this is my favorite part, and you're not going to approve. But I gave <laughs> away my last fuck ever. 
I just said, fuck it, and no more to give. Well, see, now, this isn't lame anymore. This, uh, we're, we're going... Give we're, away we're your last fuck, Shambra. No more fucks given. Sorry, Linda. <laughs> Don't be embarrassed. Move the energy. Yeah. No, really, it, it moved the energy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's true, though. I did give it away. Yeah, okay. I have no more. Yeah. Sorry about that. They yeah. didn't go in your hair. Her hair <laughs> yeah. is on fire, but she it's said, no big don't deal. Touch. She said, don't touch me. Well, that's really good to know. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Well, what, what's at the core of that? Why? You uh, mean... Why did I give my last... I should say bleep. I gave away my last bleep because it was painful to have them. Yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, just held on to all these things that I gave a bleep uh, about. Yeah. Uh, maybe it was getting a little self-respect. Well, yeah. <laughs> Good. I stood up to a master and said, F you too. You sure. Know? That was a turning Stuff point. Stuff like that doesn't bother masters. Yeah. Uh, things like that actually just bother other humans. You know? Yeah, they master. don't like the F word. There's yeah, going to yeah. be complaints. Sure, true, sure. Oh, there they already have Absolutely. that. Absolutely. F you I mean, too. I don't no, care. No, really, while you were talking, Facebook <laughs> is lighting up. Well, F you, Facebook, <laughs> because you're a bunch of complainers, man. <laughs> that whole argument about paying for this stuff, come on now. Yeah. Okay, F well, that. thank you. So what do thank we have you. here? Unraveling ties. Yeah, that's, what oh, I thought. Yeah. that's what I thought we wrote. <laughs> Okay, good. So it's a year of unraveling old ties. Not unraveling like in a sloppy, messy way, go to the psych ward, but unraveling <laughs> like gracefully. I love it. Graceful. Good. We're going to check back at the end of the year. Yes. How that unraveling went and where you stand with giving away. You sound like you're not yourself. sure of me. I am. I already know what happened. But in the beautiful way. But what happened, I'm not going to share at this point. <laughs> okay. I already know that. Carrie, Adamus, I'm gonna look you straight in the eye. Bring it. Say you have no place else to go. What? You have no place you else to go. You let me come here still? No, <laughs> uh, meaning <laughs> we are convening I the Crimson Council tonight too. And, and discussing. Yeah, yeah. I wonder when I'm driving here, will they let me in? Carrie, what? Uh, uh, like so many others. There was no place else There's to go. That, oh, let's get serious. So You're right. let's go to where you really want to go. And that's, my, that's what's happening. My, I'm, I am this. tried everything else, and everything else either failed or broke down, or you just didn't have the tolerance for it. So you're going to go to the next step. Okay. Good. Thank Take you. a good deep breath. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for Thanks. adding some excitement to this day. Thank you. Yes. Always a little color. Thank you. Good. A couple more. Uh, five words or less for this year. Yes, five words or less for you for this year. What kind of year is it going to be? Loving myself. I like that. Good. What's one thing you're going to do to love yourself? Realize it's okay to just be me. Exactly. Without trying to fix you. Okay? There's nothing to fix. So. You end up, you know, it's like a a dog chasing its own tail, never going to catch it. There's nothing to fix. Health, mind, values, heart, soul, nothing. That's such a misperception, such a lack of consciousness. I got to fix something in me. You're actually, everybody is basically hypnotized. To be fixing something and taking care of everybody else. Two of the biggest hypnotic overlays. You have to fix something. 
There's something wrong with you. You're not quite right. Uh, well, <laughs> not right in the old definition of right and wrong. So you've got to fix something. You don't, actually. Unless you believe you do, and then you keep trying to fix something, and something else will break to give you something to fix. There's nothing to fix. So let's really take a good, deep, grounding breath with that. There's nothing to fix. Not a thing. Just stop for a moment. How much of your life, not, not just questioning yourself, but trying to fix something? I, I, but they tell, I saw on the news today you shouldn't uh, drink more than – what was it, Linda? You, you reacted. Uh, shouldn't drink more than, what, uh, half a glass of wine per day if you're – No, man one. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Men get two, women only one. Ah, see. Yeah. But you're supposed to breathe farts to cure cancer. <laughs> You, that, that was on the news. You and Carrie need that to That was sit, on the news. You need to sit together. Sulfur dioxide and farts will cure cancer. It was in the news. And he's leaving. He can't stand it anymore. He's like, I am so out of here. I actually saw that on the news. What okay. I mean, come on. You are all helping me to make my point. <laughs> so let's do – where were we? Okay, nothing to fix. There's nothing to fix. And stop trying to fix it, uh, and stop doing strange things to fix it, because you're only telling yourself that, that you like fixing yourself, and there's more to fix, so you have to break something, or something has to get broken to fix it. So stop trying to fix it, okay? You're looking pretty handsome today. <laughs> She's trying to distract me and all the rest of you away from a statement that was made a few minutes ago, which has actually a degree of scientific validity, but most people will not practice the art of sniffing flatulence in order to cure cancer. <laughs> they just won't. I, I don't care. They'll do anything else. They, they really will. Uh, and I don't even want to go there. Now we're getting somewhere, okay? We've. We've kind of come out of the doldrums, <laughs> and we have, um, we have this and that. We have body functions now. A couple more answers. This is going to be the year of Kathleen. No, no, David. David. Oh, David. He oh, has the mic. but she's so ready. No, he's David. got the mic. I don't David, care. Then, then, Kathleen. Yeah, then we'll come back to David. Fine. Yeah, we're energetic bonding here. The year is going to be choosing to enjoy life. Okay. Choosing for me, okay. going places, seeing concerts. Great. I already have a ticket to see Jesse Cook. Okay. Ooh. Wow. And yeah. he's coming to yeah. Boulder. Is that right. in your purse? Um, it's an e-ticket. <laughs> <laughs> it's an e-ticket. I just have so to So five words out. or less. Jesse Cook. Uh, <laughs> concerts. Dance travel? more. Yeah. Okay. Get out. Enjoy. Enjoy. How long has it been? I mean, how many, life, li how many lifetimes? Rough estimate. Twenty thousand. A thousand, probably. Yes. Since you really enjoyed life. Okay. Uh, one more, and then I need to get on with my point. We have a lot of work to do here today, and I understand two more. there's pizza coming in. Two more, David. Uh, feeling my I amness, my I exist. Okay. Uh, boil that Awareness. down five or less. Emergence. Emergence. I, I like that. Good. Emergence. Good. I like that. Last one. Okay, last one. And then we'll do one more for you, dear. You look so lovely today. Mm. Good. Yes. Um, um, 
relative to loving self. Yes. I want to thank you for the wounds cloud class or whatever that was. Yeah. Um, there was one about a year or so ago, which was good. Yes. But I just felt like this one with the conclusion of for all these quote wounds, the biggest one was allowing yourself to love yourself or questioning why you do or don't or to what degree. And so how so would you on. put that in five words for this oh, year? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> little that promotional was a, plug we slipped yeah, in no, there. Let, yeah. me, let me do Cloud that. Cloud class, emotional um, wounds, can't live without it. Go ahead. In each wound, yes. no matter what it might be, yes. from you or others, there is always an element of love. Yes. Uh, you're not an accountant, are you? No, I am the oh, worst no. accountant known right. to man. It's obvious. Five words or less. <laughs> thank you. Am I done here? Yes. Uh, yes, thank you so much. Thank you. Good. Uh, and yes, one more. Right here. Transforming peace. Transforming peace. Uh, and stabilization. Okay. Transforming peace of what? Peace like as an aspect or peace like? As an I am. Okay. I am peace. You are peace. What okay. does peace look like? What is it? Yeah. And peace in, uh, I have been able to manifest a, a remarkable um, transformation. Good. In the last month. And I know that I know that I am a point of light where I am in this new place. And it's a very, very large impact. Good. Yes, it does. And uh, I'd like you to, if you would, share that when the time is right, not right now, but share what really happened. I'd be honored. Good. Thank Good. you. A beautiful story. Yes. Thank you. Good. Uh, thank you. Thank you, everybody, for your input, kind of. Kind wow. It hurts. And thank you for the writing. So we have a lot of uh, stuff on the board. We're going to come back. We want to make sure to get a picture of that. As I say it, he's clicking. How that happens, I don't know. So we're going to come back and take a look at it at the end of the year, and you're going to go, oh, but I really wanted to say such and such, and I didn't. I kind of watered it down. I kind of used uh, blah, blah words. Uh, okay. My word for all of this, for you, for the world, for everything else, one word, because I'm a master, I keep things to one simple word. Mm. Is the phone ringing? There was a drum roll. <laughs> that was a little tiny drum roll. I'm One excited. Simple word. I have too much sugar. Disruptive. Oh. Totally disruptive. Oh. Totally disruptive. Disruptive for the planet. Wow. It's going to be one of those uh, OMG kind of years. Oh. And it doesn't mean there has to be fear, but there will be. It doesn't mean there has to be chaos, uh, but there will be, or violence, but there will be, or ignorance. There'll be a lot of that. It's just going to be a totally disruptive year. Everything gone bonkers. Uh, nice. Upside down. No, it's actually really nice. Uh, Linda's throwing in little editorial comments over on the side here. <laughs> nice. It's actually really nice. And it's exactly where things need to be at. It can't sustain in old, boring, lame, power-oriented ways anymore. It cannot. None of you want it. Now, I know you'd like somebody to come along and sprinkle magic fairy dust all over the planet and make everything fine. It's not going to happen. It's going to be a year of disruptions, and it will cause some people to go, 
hide their head in the sand uh, or wherever they can hide their head, uh, it's going to cause some people to absolutely wake up. It's going to cause gaps and chasms, and it's all actually appropriate. You know, you could say kind of that this planet entered a new age, uh, new consciousness, uh, back in about uh, late 1980s, somewhere in there. Some of you associate it with the harmonic convergence and the harmonic concordance, which is partly true. That was a delivery mechanism for energy. It wasn't because of an alignment that things happened. The alignment brought in energies. And they're always doing that. There's always alignments, and energies are always coming in, but so often it goes right past. People aren't ready for it. So it zooms on by. It comes back later, in, an, in another form, in another time. But you could say that humans were really ready at that time for this energy, energy as a result of consciousness. So things have been really changing a lot. You can go through and chart everything from uh, technological changes, breakthroughs in uh, medicine, healing, politics, everything. You start breaking it down and say, boy, things have really been changing a lot since the late 1980s. A lot of it's been aligning, setting up, getting ready, doing slight shifts and changes. Just like um, so often before the big earthquake, there's a series of small earthquakes. And then there's the big ones, the disruptive one that hits. You could say the same is happening right now on the planet, is everything is kind of um, shifted, uh, aligned in a way that's going to bring the type of destruction or disruptions on <laughs> Earth <laughs> I'm just seeing if you're awake bring the type of disruptive patterns to Earth that are going to be appropriate for a shift. Some people won't like it. Some people won't stay for it. Others are going to hide their heads in the sand, but it's happening. And this is not a fear thing at all. I see some of you are just about ready to type something. There's no fear whatsoever. whatsoever. When you move to a new house or you remodel your current house, it's kind of disruptive, but for the purpose of going to a better place. Uh, something more enjoyable. There's disruptions along the way. There's going to be this year. I'm going to ask you right now to celebrate those disruptions, globally and personally. Personally, there's going to be disruptions, but they're not going to be the, the, the kind you've been used to in the past, You know, uh, body issues or even emotional issues. It'll be pattern issues in your life, disruptions in the way that Abundance comes to you. Disruptions in the way you dream at night. Disruptions in how your energy is managed. None of these are bad, so don't question yourself. Don't think that you've done something wrong. There's going to be a disruption that may cause you to suddenly get ill and have to leave wherever you're at, but it's for the whole purpose of the really consciousness, you, an aware human being. Disruptions in jobs, uh, disruptions in family connection, all the rest of that. Could you accept right now that all these disruptions are being 
brought forth to you, not by anybody else, but by you, for the sake of you, for, the, for, for you. A lot of the systems have to get disrupted, because otherwise you'd keep following them, and you'd get nowhere, and life wouldn't change, and then you get really, really frustrated. You know, when life just doesn't change, it's the same grind every day, the same junk going through your head, the same problems in your life. That's miserable. That's awful. But you're going to have these disruptions that changes the patterns to change your life, to make you a true master on this planet. So let's take a deep breath with that. No more questioning yourself. No more doubting all that. So much time and energy spent on that. Let's take a good, deep breath with that. This is the the year of the Living Master. This is it. And we're going to go back in December, and we're going to take a good look at it. We're going to have a big party, for those who are still here. (laughs) You'll still be here. You'll still be here. You dress up. Yeah. We're going to have a big party, and we're going to take a look at it. But this is the year of the Master. This, this is it, my dear Chambre friends. This is it. We've been talking a lot, preparing a lot. This is it. This is now or it's not going to happen kind of thing for a long, long time. You would not tolerate that. You would not, I know you. You would not tolerate if I said, well, you, you, can, you could come back, do it in the next lifetime or the lifetime after that or whatever. You would not tolerate it. So you've set up the dynamic for this being it. And it's not because of a calendar year. It's because uh, where we happen to be kind of on that calendar. This is it. So you, wouldn't it be natural? There'd be a lot of disruptions, and disruptions aren't bad. They can be really, really good. But this is it, Carrie. This is it. There are going to be times you're going to bang into the wall. There's going to be times where you're down on the ground crying. I want you to stop right then, take a deep breath, and realize it's absolutely perfect. Yeah, giving up some of those old things that really don't serve you. Now. You're not scared. <laughs> a voice from the darkness. I'm not scared. But somebody please throw down a rope and a light and some food, and I'm not scared. There is one very important point we're going to go into right now. One very important point. And I'm going to, because we are now masters, you are here. One very important point. It's called the master's sense. Master sense. You are going to be allowing that in. You're going to then get very confused by it, and then you're going to finally understand it. A few of you already have had it occurring in your life, but you're not sure what it is. Let me explain, if you would, the master sense. Would you write that, Linda, on, on the board? I'm going to ask Linda to do the writing here at the very top. Capital letters, the master's sense. In order for anything to be sensed, we're going to go back to some basics here. In order for anything to be sensed, you have to have certain qualities. Number one, 
and write this centered in the middle, uh, and we're going to have about five things going down, five or six, uh, centered in the middle. Number one, awareness. You have to have awareness. Now, most people are not aware that you have to have awareness. And before, well, no, truly, uh, some of you were talking before about uh, people becoming even less conscious, uh, closing in, hiding their head in the sand, and they have no sense of awareness. They're not aware at all. Number two, and just draw an arrow from here, and then write the next word. Number two, in order to be able to sense anything, the second thing that occurs that you have to have is light. Light. L-I-G-H-T. Right centered, right underneath. (laughs) You have to have light. Light occurs naturally when there is consciousness, the I am awareness. Not mental, but a I am awareness, I exist kind of awareness. That basically emits, radiates light. Not that kind of light, but um, it's been called the light of passion, the illumination. Uh, so you have light. Light comes from what you would call the soul, from awareness. Light emanates out when there is awareness. A person who is aware at even the most basic level here, the I am level, emits, radiates a light to everyone else. That's why people feel, sense something different with all of you. They don't know what it is. That confounds them. That actually aggravates them. Uh, They struggle with it, and they find a way to push it out because it doesn't fit into their nice hypnotic box. So they push it out. But you have light. For those of you who have been in Kihak, are in Kihak, you go back to the uh, creation diagram 101. From here, from light, comes energy. Energy, we've talked about. These are the basics I know we've talked about, but energy is basically the, the, the uh, compassion of the soul that's been so condensed, so brought into itself, uh, that it actually goes through a, a crystallizing process that turns it into energy. The, the consciousness was smart, smart enough, uh, aware enough, to give itself a means to experience itself, and that is energy. Energy is, as you know from our talks, is uh, neutral, absolutely neutral, until it is activated by passion and desire, not by thought, until it is activated. So the energy then comes to serve the Master. Energy is there to serve you, never to work against you, never to be accumulated by you or anyone else. And in here, in this scenario, right here, um, if we had room, you can just write it in there really small. This is where the power dynamic comes in. This has been a problem in creation for a long time, because there are many, many beings on this planet and everywhere else that mistake power for true energy. Power is a saccharine. It's artificial. It does not exist. But there are enough who will not, do not 
love themselves or honor themselves enough to be in their own energy. They do not consider themselves worthy enough to have their own energy for their own creations that they take it from someone else. They are unconscious or blind to the fact that there is no power. You don't need energy from anyone else. It's all there for you in, you could say, unlimited quantities. There's plenty. This very little funny thing here, the power dynamic, is what's caused a lot of interesting things to happen all over creation. You've been on the power nipple for a long time, and <laughs> and, and hey, listen, if Carrie can talk about giving up um, You've been seduced by power for a long time. <laughs> is that better? Seduced by power for a long time, and you're finally realizing that you don't need it. But a funny thing happens. You get that little gap there that you were talking about before, where you say, okay, I'm going to get off power, but oh, then there's this big gap of void, and it's suddenly it's like, I have no energy anymore, and I'm losing everything I have. I'm falling into the, the abyss because I don't have uh, the power, old power energy. But what ha- a funny thing happens. Have you ever had that kind of dream where you're falling, 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 falling into a deep, dark hole? My God, what's going to happen? I'm going to die. I'm going to smash and hit bottom, and suddenly, right before you hit, I mean, like, like a millimeter before you smash into the, into the ground, suddenly you transform. Suddenly you're not smashing into the ground, or you turn into a big bird and fly away, or you suddenly stop and then rise up. Well, that's what it's been like for a lot of you. You've been on the, uh, the old power game, and suddenly you get off of it, uh, but, but you feel like you're falling because, well, you don't have that old dynamic anymore. But be right before you hit bottom, suddenly you realize, I am that I am. This is my light. Nobody else's. This is my energy. Nobody else's. But I digress. Next on the list here going down, next thing you have is what we've been talking about lately. You have, I'm going to call it uh, motion uh, in here. Motion. Next. Motion, I use that word, and it represents time and space and activity and uh, past and future and everything else, because you're actually not moving, as we talked about a couple shouts ago. You're not moving. Everything else is moving through you. But up here, and in every one of your human senses, you've been trained, programmed, hypnotized, whatever, to think that you're moving. It makes you very small when you think that. I have to move against the whole big universe. But you change the perspective, and suddenly you realize everything's moving for you, everything. It comes to you. If you're not conscious, if you're not aware, or you're not, what you'd say, ready, it's still going to move right through you, but you won't be at that point of connection to utilize it. It'll go right past, but it will come back later. You can't do it wrong. So in order to, in order to sense anything, you have to have a, a degree of awareness. You, you create automatically and radiate this thing called light. 
you tap into energy without power, and now there's motion. Now you have a living experience. And from this next one on the bottom, you are able to perceive, perceive or sense. Now, I, I mentioned and before with Mary Sue, uh, and I'm E I E I O. So uh, Mary Sue was writing on the board before and knows a little bit of Linda's struggles. Would you come up here for just a moment? Great, right up here in Linda's seat. Now, I'm going to give you an example before we go to the next step. Mary Sue, Mary Sue Dickerson, beautiful, intelligent. Very intelligent and shy lady. <laughs> How does it feel to be up here? Uh, fine. Good. So she's been studying and feeling and going through some amazing personal experiences, which she really hasn't shared with too many people, and questioning herself, of course, of course, because that's what Chamber do. Uh, but in her study, she's come across um, something that actually. She doesn't even realize yet how intimately involved she is with it, going back uh, a ways. Um, okay. Much more involved than what you, what you know right now. So she's been studying uh, somebody. Would you give her the microphone, please? Uh, wh- who have you been studying, or what have you been studying? Uh, Walter Russell. Walter Russell. Would you write that on the next sheet? And tell us a little bit about Walter Russell. Um, he went into a divine state for 39 days and nights, and when he, he went came crazy, out, okay, yeah, <laughs> right. Well, no, he did. His um, he had a new concept of the universe. A new concept of the universe, and what was the time frame of this? Two else. Um, it was 1921. 1921. What uh, approximately? When did he live? What years? To what years? Uh, he was born in 1870 something, and he died in 1962. At w- approximately what age? 92. 92. Not bad. Not bad. And uh, where was he from? He was born in Boston. In Boston. Uh, and uh, uh, who were a couple of his friends? Mark Twain. Oh, Mark Twain. <laughs> no, that's good company, if you ask me. And. Uh, who else? Um, Thomas Watson. Thomas Watson. IBM. IBM, yeah. And who else? Uh, Tesla. Tesla. Nikola Tesla. Nikola and, Tesla. And he knew Einstein as well. And knew Einstein. They didn't see eye to eye all the time. But So he's in good company. Now, this is a name that's new to so many. Why? And what did, well, you may not know this, but what did Tesla tell him about his work? He told him to. You do know it. He told him to put it away for a thousand years because then the world might be ready for it. Very true story. Very, very true story. And what was your role in all this? I happened to hear an interview about him. No, kind of the real oh. role. What, what, what was your involvement with Walter? Oh, I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) What aren't we supposed to say in this class? (laughs) We're not supposed to say it. Make something up. Um, I knew him. Yeah, well, that's that's pretty obvious. Uh, How? Make it up. 
Um, make it up. I was his second wife. <laughs> I don't know. No, no, no uh, not the second wife, but, but well, kind of close. Okay. His first wife? Uh, close. It's kind of like a wife, but not. Oh. <laughs> don't owe me, owe her. Well, well. I don't know about her. You'll have to tell me about her. Later, <laughs> later. So uh, you were uh, very involved uh, in, in helping to inspire him. Okay. Okay. I, and, and we don't have to tell his uh, wives they're dead anyway. So, and <laughs> he was married to the first wife uh, for how long? 55 years. 55 years. That's a long time. And then what happened? Uh, another woman came along, and uh, she called him on the phone, and he said, I've been hearing your voice for decades. Now, you've got to stop right there. Was this a wise man or what? Oh, yeah, I've been hearing your voice for decades. <laughs> and what's your sign? Uh, okay, so, and, uh, so she must have been pretty old also. Uh, she was a little bit younger than he was. Yeah, like about 35 years younger, so okay. a little bit. Okay. So uh, now, I, I bring you up here, I ask you this. You've, you've been doing some work, and what did you realize in this work you've been doing? Quietly on the side, doing this little thing, what did you realize? Um, I, it helped me understand the concept of a substanceless universe. Yeah. Okay. That's a big nothing. <laughs> that's a joke. That's okay. a joke. Okay. And that's not a criticism. That's a joke. <laughs> substances. You know. Wait, no. This is kind of like on a more personal level related to uh, Russell and myself. Did I know you? For a long time, a long time before you knew him, but we didn't do oh, it. No, we didn't okay. uh, no that, that what you discovered along the way, not to put words in your mouth, but uh, was, oh, so much of what Adamus has been talking about. Okay. Um, okay. I, you were amazed. You were flabbergasted. Uh, well, I. <laughs> you were so excited. <laughs> I, it has helped what you have, okay, um, it's helped me understand that I am consciousness and that has helped me take responsibility yes. for myself and what happens to me. Right. And the part that I feel you have played, which is a very big part. Yeah, okay. Is, uh, hang on a um, second before you, before you go. <laughs> oh. Is helping me understand that. Yes. My human self doesn't have to know it all, yes. that I can trust my... No, but um, me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you made it fun? Yeah, okay. That's good. That's going to be on my spiritual headstone. He made it fun. <laughs> okay. So uh, the reason why I wanted to bring you up here for a couple of things. Uh, you've been doing some studying. You wrote a bit of a paper uh, that you were hesitant about uh, A, releasing, B, going to the next step, right? Yes. Okay. Stop questioning yourself. Okay. Okay. Because you, you had made a commitment to Walter a long time ago that you were going to continue wow. the work. Yeah, wow. Okay. Bummer. So if you don't do it, you're going to drive yourself crazy. So why go with all the frustration and the doubt? <laughs> there was a kind of an agreement that you said, Okay, we're not going to hide it for a thousand years, uh, <laughs> and, um, but we're going to bring it back at the right time. But in with the new um, kind of uh, energy to it, 
because uh, a lot of it's very difficult to read. Yes. Uh, very, very difficult and kind of mm. a snoozer. But some very, <laughs> very good points. Uh, very, he, he was not a funny guy. Yeah. Uh, and not you, like some you people I know. You helped me today by defining energy, too. Yeah, yeah. Because that was always a confusion sure. for me. And uh, Walter got so much of it right. He did have his uh, cosmic consciousness that lasted almost 40 days. Almost made it, but Jesus said, not, I'm the only one with 40. <laughs> It was about four hours short of it. Um, <laughs> but uh, it, it, there were so many principles. He had such an understanding. One major thing I, I disagree with him about, but we won't go into that. But so much of a sense, and he was far ahead of his time. Be he and Tesla were very far ahead of his time. But what's happening right now? They're coming back. Not reincarnating, but they're coming back through the likes of you and through the likes of all of you. Because these aren't secrets, these are actually are not complex, but the likes of Walter, they get into their head and they get so, they get so academic. Uh, but it's coming back right now. So A, the reason I'm bringing you up here is to remind you, B, stop doubting yourself. C, he wants you to, and you want to continue evolving that. Take the core material and keep writing. So when are you going to publish this? Good question. <laughs> I know it's a good question. <laughs> But make up a date, uh, anything. Just make it up. When are you gonna? Uh, they're dying. To, you all dying to know? You want the first? <laughs> you want the first chapter? Okay. Uh, you want to charge for it, or is it for free? I <laughs> haven't thought about that yet. Well, think quick. Okay. You got two choices. Not real difficult. One or the other. <laughs> charge for it. Oh, you're gonna charge for it. Okay. Good. Good. Uh, thank you. Okay. And. Uh, and then, then it's going to be incumbent on you to continue to the next step. Okay. Uh, when are we going to have this out? <laughs> At least a year. No, 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 no. The first, <laughs> uh, what you've already written, a little cleaned up. Okay. Um, Maybe that should be the teaser, the you know, uh, for free. Okay, that could yeah, be that, free. Yeah, that that could be for free. Okay. Could be in the magazine. Uh, too long. Uh, but uh, it can be excerpts and the rest of it downloadable online. Okay, I can do short. Yeah, okay, good. Okay, okay thank you. Thank okay, you. Thank you. So don't doubt yourself. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> a, a beautiful work. The time is right, and every one of you has something. You, every one of you has something, a story to tell, an experience to share, a truths, real truths, and you're going to get laughed at, and it doesn't matter. Uh, Russell got laughed at by all sorts of beings. He was, you know, he, he was really shunned by the academic and the philosophical uh, societies. Uh, he, he died without any, that's why you don't know his name, he died without acknowledgement. He actually really didn't care at the end, but it, it kind of rubbed him uh, that he wasn't acknowledged for what he had done. Amazing, simple information about how the universe works, and very consistent with what we're talking about here, because what we're talking about here is your truth, and it's a universal truth. And it's only when you get into your brain, and you think too much, and you doubt too much, and you convolute it, that you get slightly off target. So back to the point takes awareness that radiates a light, that then taps into energy, that goes into motion, activated energy in motion, creating a perception of reality. 
Does that make sense? Is that relatively simple? If it was Walter, he'd have all these um, academic uh, theories. I'm going to keep it real simple. So in order to sense anything, you have these very simple steps. It ends up with perception. That's where you're at right now. You're in the middle of your perception. But you know, and I know, that you know, that the perception isn't all real. The perception is too limited, and you're screaming to get out. You know there's more. You know there's what you would call better, happier, all the rest of it. Those are all words for there's something else. And there is. That's the good news. Okay, now, so let's take a look at your five human senses. These are your sensory mechanisms. I want you to imagine for a moment. Well, go ahead and you have five human senses that are at work almost all the time. Go ahead and close your eyes for a moment. You suddenly lose your sense of vision. Your mind creates its own vision because it's seen through your eyes, so it can recreate pictures in your head. But those pictures in your head – this is such an important point – those pictures in your head are only an artificial representation of the pictures that have come through your eyes. So when I say apple, you've seen an apple. So your mind creates a visual of an apple, but it's still limited. Imagine for a moment now that you totally lose this sense of sight, your outer vision, your ability to open your eyes and see things around you, and your inner vision. There's no artificial representation of visuals coming through your, into your brain. You lose it all. Just imagine that for a moment. Don't struggle with it. Just let it be. Life suddenly changes. Life becomes very, very different without vision. And taste. Suddenly you lose that sense of taste. Poof. It goes out the window. You don't have it anymore. Your taste buds stop working. Never taste food again. You'll have a recollection of taste from having tasted cookies and broccoli and hamburgers, or for you vegans, tofu. You'll have a recollection of that, but you never taste again. That sense is gone, along with your vision. And Suddenly you lose that sense of smell. It went out right at about the same time that taste went out. No more smell. Never smell arose again. You never smell flatulence that Linda was talking about again, so <laughs> that cancer cure won't work for you. Never smell a spring day with freshness in the air. Never smell your lover, that, that scent of another person again. You lose that now, along with your taste, along with your sight. Then you lose the sense of touch. 
the nerve endings of your skin that allow you to well, feel your body, to feel when you're petting a dog, to feel your hand in water, sensation and, and a little bit of pressure. Never again able to feel the embrace of another human. You lose that, it's gone. And finally, you lose your sense of hearing. What happens to a person that loses all their five primary senses? They will go crazy. The mind cannot handle it. The mind will try to create new senses. Well, first of all, it will try to get the old ones working. When that doesn't happen, it will try to create new ones, but it will be too late. You will go crazy if you lose your sensory mechanisms. Go out of your mind. The, mind, uh, the senses are an extension of your mind. The mind uses those five things to gather, interpret, and measure data and create your reality. This is how you live. That and your mind create your reality. This is how you perceive everything, everything, everything all around you. The mind blocks out anything else. mind blocks out all the other, basically, motions, lights, energies that are going through, because it's not able to perceive it with these five senses and itself. This is a very, very important point. You can open your eyes at any time. You do have your sight back. Miracles happen. <coughs> so a very important point. Reality is based on the five senses. Everybody uses them. Everybody, even on a spiritual path, a religious path, everyone involved in any type of self-development, personal development, uses these five senses to understand their reality. Let's go back to our analogy of the zoo. If you're in the zoo, you're trapped in this zoo, and you continue to think and sense as an animal, you'll never get out of the zoo. Never will. Because you're using your senses to survive in the zoo, to live in the zoo, to maybe sometimes think about getting out of the zoo, but you become complacent with the zoo. And you use your senses, your animal senses, now exclusively, so you always stay in the zoo, even if they open the gates up. And that's exactly what happens to humans. Five senses, pretty old, pretty rudimentary senses, are used to interpret your reality. But there's so much more all around. There's something called the master sense, and it makes no sense to the other senses. Let me, let me illustrate a little bit. 
how this works. The master's sense is not dependent on and barely connected to these other senses. The master's sense opens up new worlds. But David, you're never going to be able to taste that world or even think into that world or hear that world, because you need a master's sense outside of this little reality, not your human senses. They don't work out there, nor really should they work. Your human senses will continue to work in this reality, this environment, but you get into the other what you would call dimensions, realities, possibilities, and potentials, and they don't work anymore. And that's the tough part. This is the hardest, uh, most challenging uh, of any information I've ever tried to teach, soon to be or now masters, because you're going to desperately try to use your five human senses and your mind to interpret something that's already there but cannot be sensed. Let's stop for a moment and stop to consider this. You, you, are, you are a sensory device. Taste, sight, sound, smell, and touch. Remember what we just did? It took those away. What happens? You go crazy. You can't any, you, you're not able to uh, continue to interpret your reality, so you go crazy. In that going crazy, there's a good thing that happens. You go out of your mind. You go beyond the mind. But your body will probably also die as well, uh, because it needs the constant feedback. So let, let, let me uh, draw an example. Humans basically live on a linear reality, and their five senses, uh, which I'll just put here as a five, are all acclimated to this very linear reality. This reality is real. It exists. It's here. But everything along this reality um, line is interpreted by your senses and your mind. Everything. So it's very difficult to get off of this. And the, the, the fallacy, the problem with religions and uh, self-development programs is all still using your five senses in your mind to try to figure out how to have a better life. But all you're doing is becoming a better animal in the zoo. That's all. You're still sensing reality from those rather limited human senses. They're linear. They're very linear. You're still trying to interpret life from that. The master sense gets out of all that. The master sense is not tied into the brain or, or the, the human or the physical. But humans still try to do this, and they go both ways with it. They try to interpret the past and the future, and, it, and it's very linear. It stays the same. And it begets more sameness until somebody comes along, somebody uh, like Walter Russell, like all of you, says, no, there's something different. I know. I know there's something different. But damn it, every time I try to figure it out, every time I try to sense it, there's nothing there. See, that's the frustration. You know it's there, but you're trying to use 
your five rather crude senses and your brain to figure it out. It doesn't work. What to do? It's, it's such a frustrating, but, but how else do I do it? That's what I have. I have five senses. I have, I've got my mind how to do it. Well, before we get into that, I want you to realize something, that this, this is linear. This is a motion, motion uh, which includes time, space, all the rest of it, motion and time-based reality interpreted through the senses. But as we speak right now, there are other movements, other dimensions, other things happening. It's not linear. You just don't have the sense to understand what's happening there. And the same token, you have your um, mathematics. This is a good example, mathematics. And it goes 0, 1, 2, 3, 4, and minus 1, minus 2, minus 3, minus 4. But you write. <laughs> By the way, you realize it hasn't been that long ago in history since they even figured out there was a zero. No, really. I mean, it's been that was a big revelation. Whoa, there's a zero. Uh, and the, the person uh, who said that was beheaded the next day. It's a good story. <laughs> well, all right, two days later. Why? Because it disrupted the current thinking. How could there be a zero? We start at one. And it wasn't until a long time later they figured out, oh, yeah, there is a zero. And then the poor person that came up with negative numbers. How can you have negative numbers? They were just imprisoned uh, and then tortured. And then later on, oh, yeah, there are negative numbers. Well, there's also, there's also numbers that go this way. And some of you really smart ones are going, I don't think so, Adamus. Yeah, there is. There's, there's a one, two, three, four that go that way, and numbers that go this way, and numbers that go that way and that way. But when you're sensing only linear, only local and only mental, you're not going to see it. You're not going to see it. And when you try to use your current senses to to get here and here and everywhere else, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a four up there. When Oh, I get so excited where we're going. <laughs> when physics, physicists and scientists finally come to understand that when you combine this four with this four, and this four is, appears in a totally different reality, totally different dimension that cannot be sensed, but it's there, when they figure that out, that's going to provide the bridge or the pathway to understanding true quantum physics. Right now they're, they're muddling around in quantum physics, and they're trying to understand it through their current senses. Once they figure out that a 4 here, and a 4 here, and a 4 back here, and one over down here, you start linking those together. Now you've got real exponential Expansionness, evolution. Right now we have evolution kind of plodding along linear based on five senses. It's slow and it's not going to work anymore. It's going to be disrupted this year. And the disruption is going to cause a lot of hell. Whoever comes out with theories about 
uh, mathematics in different dimensions is going to be laughed at, as Walter Russell was laughed at for so many of the things that he came out with. But we find out later they're real. So it goes to say that five senses and a mind, you're not going to get to where you're trying to get to, enlightenment, realization, by using those. So how do you get there? That's the frustrating thing that's what so many of you have been wondering about lately. It's the, it's the frustration and the passion. How do we get there? It's very simple. We go back to something very, very basic. It is oh, – Linda's going to criticize – it is, if you would write, Awareness 101. Write that across the top, Awareness 101. What is that? I exist. I exist. I've been asking you for years now to feel it, not to think it, but to feel I exist. A lot of you got bored because you keep thinking about it. You keep trying to make it into something that it's not necessarily. You keep trying to sense it with your mind, and you wait to, well, I haven't gotten the you know, tingling all over my body, or I don't see it. I, I don't say. No, you're not going to. It is the master's sense that understands it. It's nothing like the five human senses. It's nothing like the mind. When Walter had his um, epiphany, he tried to write about it. He wrote about it a little bit, but he was actually he was actually very mental. And, and even his books don't express it. And he, he gave the disclaimer in his books and said, "How can one write about something that the mind simply does not understand? I know I experienced it," he said, and he did. But I cannot describe it because he was trying to describe it in sensory terms and mental terms that are very, very limited. So he couldn't write about it. What do you do, though? The master sense. How do you get there? Go back to Awareness 101, right underneath there. I exist. It's not a thought. It is a knowingness. It's not a mantra or a meditation. It is an awareness. I told you way back when you're going to get sick and tired of me talking about it because you want some shazam, some magic. You want some, something that titillates your five human senses. The only thing that you think you know right now, you go back to the I exist, the I am awareness. The master's sense, which is so difficult to try to teach, but very easy to experience. And suddenly you go exponential. You have knowingnesses that you don't know how or why you have them. Suddenly you are beyond time and space. And suddenly you realize what I've been talking about for years, that suddenly the future is just here. What is unresolved in this moment is resolved in another dimension, and suddenly it's here. And it always has been, you realize, but you've been missing it because you've been only sensing through those five senses in the mind.
when one opens up to the master sense, which is not singular, but we're not going to break it down in mental terms. We're not going to try to diagram it, and don't ever, ever try to do that. Once the master sense opens up and it is accepted and allowed, and you keep your frickin' hands and your ears and your eyes and everything else off of it, because you don't try to turn it into a human sense. Once you allow it, once you let yourself go crazy enough to realize that it's there, once you don't think about it and try to construct it in your brain or see it with your eyes, once you just realize it's there, everything changes. Game changes. And that's what 2016 is going to bring. And that's the disruption and the beauty of it all. This is the most challenging of anything to be taught, because it takes a long time for somebody to get here. It really does. You take somebody, uh, somebody off the street leading a normal, regular, un- relatively unconscious life. You take them, and you can't just bring them in here. Uh, as um, I heard Calder and Linda's story about their interviewing, and what seems so obvious and sensible to you, to somebody else, blow them up. I mean, their body, their mind, everything else. It takes a long time to get to this point. A lot of words over many years and a lot of channels to get to this point. And now we're here, and in a way, I really can't teach you it. I can tell you it's there and tell you the master's sense. The mind is going to say, but what is it? Where does it come from? How big is it? How can I make it better? I want it right now in my life. I don't feel anything. I don't feel anything. Okay. That's where I said at the beginning of the day, you're going to smash into the wall until you just do what? Allow. Absolutely. And you're ready. And you can't do it wrong. Actually, you're not going to be able to escape it. That's the funny thing. It's going to be here for each and every one of you. I'm going to kind of break my own rules. But you know, if you if you make the rules, you can break the rules, they say. <laughs> and I'm going to play a little Marab music. Uh, and we're going to simply allow the master sense. And your mind will say, but what is it? Where is it? Your senses will try to feel it, and they can't. And then you get real quiet. By the way, I have to mention a couple of things first. Quiet. Humans talk a lot. <laughs> there is thank you. There's a lot of there's a lot of noise coming through all the time. And that is linear. It's perceived through a variety of different senses, not just your ears, but your touch. You can feel sound. But it goes like that. Every Everything in your life has – I don't want to call it an opposite, but it has uh, a, a different aspect to it. So we have, let's call it noise, here. There is always, there's an opposite of gravity, or uh, there's a difference of gravity. Opposite is not the right word. Uh, there is a – we'll just call it anti. It doesn't mean against. It just means it's different. So everything has that other 
aspect that is not sensed usually by your human sense. Silence, uh, silence is simply uh, the, the other direction on a very linear plane of noise. Silence. Because in the typical way of thinking, you're sensing you think you're sensing silence, you're just sensing a little more quiet. There's never actually silence. But silence exists. It has to. If there's noise, there's silence. If there's gravity, there is no gravity. You're used to the force of gravity, the force that pulls things down, the force that is the opposite, that would push things up. But those are actually both linear, human, sensual qualities. Real silence is like this. It occurs over there, and it occurs going up there, and it occurs going over here. But you're not aware of it, because you're looking for silence through the human senses. You won't find it. You'll only find a little bit more quiet. It's the same The dynamic in this reality is a push force, if you would write that, please. Mm -hmm. I'm going to keep her alert here. Push force is – sure, why not waste some paper? The issues in life are not about the environment, not about hunger on this planet, not even about energy on planet. Those are great distractors. The issue is, can you be the I Am? The issue of paper, schmaper, it doesn't matter. When human consciousness raises a certain point, you realize you've been looking and working on the wrong end of the camel the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, not not camels, no, no. But those are great distractions. They're all linear, they're all on the five senses. And there's so much effort going into these things. Uh, and, and, and they're just going to call. There are power games, and they're just going. They're just new interpretations of old energy and power games. But I won't go there. You live in a push force reality. Everything requires a dynamic of push, of forcing, or things are forced back on you. When you want to achieve something in your life, you have to effort for it and struggle for it and force it. When you want to move that. Um, base, the Saint Germain base, on top of that pedestal. You have to, and you're, you don't even think about it anymore. You just go and lift it, and you force it. That is just one aspect of reality. That I have just moved that base. It's gone somewhere else. I didn't have to touch it. I had no effort in it whatsoever. My light. Brought in interdimensional energy that moved it. Uh, Edith is looking back. I don't see it. Still sitting there. Right? Okay. <laughs> but the point is that you've gotten so familiar with push force reality, a dynamic of uh, energy exertion, and you don't sense anything else because every one of your Human senses has been conditioned and hypnotized into just that sliver of reality. But there is so much else. For every quality of physics, 
There are many other qualities as well, but you're not going to see them, hear them, touch them, smell them, taste them, or to be able to understand through the mind. So you go out of the mind. You go beyond the mind. I want to mention one other quick thing before I, I summarize and we do our mirab because pizza is coming. You use your mind. I, I see some of you try to use your mind for psychic phenomena. Move that bowl mm, off the pedestal. Mm, still push force. Absolute push force. Absolute pressure, uh, absolute uh, dynamic of making something happen rather than allowing it. You've made things happen all your life, albeit struggled at times. But you forgot all the time there's a 90 degree, 90 degree angle that you take. It requires no effort. Instead of making it happen, you allow it to. Making happen still is real. I'll draw this out. Some of you are wondering what the hell I'm talking about. So here you use effort and force to make something happen. To you think you're moving things along in your life, whether it's studying and getting a degree and getting a job or just cleaning your garage. You think you're moving something. Oh, his handwriting is terrible. You think you're moving something in life. Uh, you are denying the very essential fact that everything is moving in spite of you. Everything is already in motion because of your light. So you think you have to effort, force things to happen in your life, uh, like psychic energy. To, I know every one of you has tried it before. You try to move an object without touching it. You're screwed, because you're using five human senses and effort. There is another way to do it, not, not to replace this. Not to uh, suddenly ascend uh, you know, in, in a linear way. You don't do that. It's the and. You suddenly realize there is the absolute no effort, no force, no trying. Your mind can't comprehend that. Says, so, well, shit, I have to think about that thing moving, don't I? I have to imagine it moving. No, you don't. That's the master sense. They understand. You don't have to do hocus-pocus, because you're, you're just dealing with push-force reality. You're dealing with the mind, the senses. You suddenly realize the master's sense is already moved. It took no effort whatsoever. It was allowing. Well, don't I have to initiate something? Don't I have to choose? No, actually, you don't. Well, don't I have to what if I do it wrong? What if, I, what if that bull just starts banging around the room and kills some people? You're back thinking like a human. You're back in the zoo. You're the animal in the zoo. You already know it's perfect. That's the master sense. That's amazing. By the way, I'm going to tell you one more thing before we do the mirab, because that pizza is hot right now. What's more important, pizza or realization? Both. Both. <laughs> Both. Come on. Let's live. Shit. Who said, see, you see, you were going along that path. You know, oh, we have to move for no, no, pizza, realization all at once. One more thing. We talked before about hypnosis. Uh, and uh, humans are all hypnotized. Even you are, to uh, various degrees. 
as long as you have five senses that are at work and it's the only thing you're using, you're vulnerable to hypnosis, susceptible to it. I know some of you have worried, oh, is the phone going to ring? And suddenly I'm down at the shopping mall with my uh, machine gun. Oh, well, just another day. <laughs> no, I said you can't go wrong. You have varying degrees of hypnosis because those five senses and your mind are vulnerable to hypnosis. Vulnerable. That's why you do things that really aren't yours, why you do things that you don't like doing, why you repeat patterns that you try to break using force and uh, effort called willpower, uh, and it doesn't work. It doesn't work. You're hypnotized into it, and then you try to get out of it. How do you try to get out of it? Through your mind, through your hypnotic, through your animal senses at the zoo. You try to get out of it from the very thing that you're into it with, and then you bury yourself deeper. You just become more and more a zoo animal. You cannot be hypnotized, or the part of you that cannot be hypnotized is the master sense is the fantasy, is the imagination. One cannot hypnotize your imagination. They can't. Or your fantasy. A couple shouts ago I said, key word, fantasy. Setting yourself free. That cannot be hypnotized ever, ever. If I was looking for a good subject for uh, uh, hypnosis, I would not go to a uh, – I'm trying to think of the politically correct word – Hey, let's do this for 2016. No more politically correct words. It's too much work. <laughs> I'd go to the loony bin. I'd go to the nut house. I'd go to the insane asylum, whatever you want to call it. Look, uh, I would not go there to try to hypnotize. You cannot hypnotize those wonderful people. You can't. They're already out of their minds. You can't hypnotize something that's not there. They're already out there. They just don't quite fit in to everybody else. No, 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 I wouldn't go there. I'd go, I'd go to the shopping – I'd go to oh, Calder's time. I'd go to Walmart. <laughs> There's a lot of people there. There's a lot of shoppers. Uh, that's a great place to hypnotize somebody. You will buy that junk food. Uh, they were going to anyway, so that's not a good example. Um, I wouldn't go to uh, the, the mental – the psych ward at a hospital. No, I wouldn't. Actually, the easy one is the ones who are taking antidepressants. They're real easy. They're so open in a lot of ways, other than to themselves. So I'd stay away from them. In the same way, you could not hypnotize fantasy, imagination, or the master sense. Your human senses, they're, they're hypnotized. That's not all bad. I mean. You can have fun with it. Your mind is definitely hypnotized, but this other part, this master sense, cannot be hypnotized. That's your liberation. A lot of you have worried about that ever since I talked about the phone ringing. <gasps> Some of you have gotten phone phobia. You won't answer the phone anymore. <laughs> no matter who's calling, can't answer that. They might have me hypnotized. You know what? They'll do something else, you know, ringing of the bells or clicking of a camera shutter. So, okay. Let's take a good deep breath into the master sense. This is where we're going. You have five human senses. We're going to go beyond. We're going to take a 90 degree sharp turn. 
90 degree turn along the path and realize if there are five human senses, there are our five unsenses, or fifteen, or a thousand, or just one. Let's have some Mirabi kind of music on, John. Let's have the house lights down. If the pizza guy walks in, invite him to sit in with us. <laughs> Give him a nice tip. Ah, take a good deep breath. Mwah. I love all of you. I really do. I've been waiting. Dreading coming to this point. Dreading, she says, why dreading? Oh, this is a hard one to teach. Something that you can't sense in your in your mind or with your fingers or can't smell it. Oh, can't see it. Can't hear it. We got the music, but take a good deep breath. I've been dreading it in a way. I've been saying to myself, am I good enough to teach this? <laughs> am I a master enough amongst the ascended masters to teach us? Could Kathumi do a better job? Maybe Tobias shouldn't have left so early. Maybe, maybe he should have taught this. Elmoria, oh, he's so handsome. They'd listen to him. And then I woke up out of my bullshit dream and said, Of course I can teach this. Just like every one of you, wake out of that bullshit dream, okay? That's true. I said I'm not going to be politically correct. It's too, it takes too much effort. Oh, and, and by the way, you know it, don't you? I know it. There's so much more. There's so much more that you're not going to sense it with the things you've been used to working with, and you can't even think your way into it. That was Dear Walter's problem, he tried to think his way through it. He had such good information, but it got so mental. And I said, Walter, shut up. Allow. Allow. The Master sense, I guess you could say it's intuitive, it's knowing, it's simple. You realize that vocabulary is a limited sense, just like those other human senses, so limited. So we get to this point. It's just all about allowing. Now it's okay to think; it actually is, because you can't help it. When you're going to wonder, did you do it right? Later on, you're going to wonder, how do I bring that back? You don't. Remember what we talked about before. Creation is in motion. You're not. And just let it come to you. Just let it come to you. 
Let's go even a step or two back, further back. Remember, I've said that realization is a natural unfolding. It's an effortless unfolding. Take that sharp right turn into effortless. Get off that linear path into absolute effortless. I'd like to make a little resolution right here as we go into this year that every time you think you have to apply effort to your realization, to your mastery, mental, physical, emotional, we simultaneously take a 90-degree turn into effortless. You do both. And you feel that effortless. You feel how somehow this master sense no, I'm not going to call it the sixth sense, and don't you either, because that's staying linear. Suddenly you realize it's always been there. It just wasn't being sensed. It wasn't being awared, if that's a word, realized. A while back I said, let's let's replace the word ascension with enlightenment. I said, let's replace enlightenment with realization. What is realization? Well, it's just, well, sensing. But beyond the five human senses, beyond what you've been used to. Remember, I said that this year is going to be really disruptive. Disruptive meaning we're going to disrupt that addiction or seduction to the five human senses. And don't be surprised if, well, let's say your hearing gets a little wacky, or your eyes seem to, well, not work like they did before, whatever. All I'm saying is we're disrupting some old patterns. You're not going to replace your current human vision with supervision, like bionic supervision. It's not about that, because then you're still in linear. We're going to allow this thing that I call the master sense, a way different way of realizing. It's not mental either. That's the beauty of it. It's the best thing about it. It's, master sense is not mental. It's not a new way of thinking. Master sense is totally off the old charts. There's no effort whatsoever 
no effort. There's no beckoning or begging. Remember, your light causes energy to go into motion to come to you. It's just up to you to receive. Seems a little odd at first. That that's very understandable. When there's that desire to use your senses or your mind to figure it out, it's a little odd just to be effortless, allowing. You even have you even try to do mental exercises of oh, expanding. You imagine yourself pushing yourself out, making your mind or whatever bigger. Those don't work either. We're going into something totally out of the realm of the current senses. And I include mind as a sense. Totally out of that realm. And it's just for you to allow to receive. I don't care how good or bad you've been, how smart, how stupid, man or woman, five lifetimes or five hundred, it doesn't matter. No effort, please. I know it feels strange, but there's no push force here. The master sense. It's almost indescribable. Beyond current physics and science and math, they'll get there. Others have used different names for it. I I like the master sense. Others have tried calling it different things. It doesn't matter. It's. Beyond the way you currently detect, measure, and evaluate the life around you. It's the master sense. And will change your life. Set you free of that zoo. And you don't ever, ever, ever have to worry about going back. Be in this effortless moment for yourself. Take take a good deep breath.
I was so confounded when my master sense came to me permanently. You know, I'd had some bits and pieces of it, some awarenesses of it, but when it was there, it was. I really tried to make it fit in with everything else. I tried to make it fit into my mind, and it just wouldn't. I tried to make it fit into my human senses, which, well, which is all I really knew at the moment, but they wouldn't. So I finally stopped trying. And then, and only then, did the light of my master sense really shine. Then and only then, when I stopped trying. Master sense contains no power, no power whatsoever. It moves energy to it in a very different way. It moves energy to it, to you. Uh, what I call grace, ease. But I remember I tried using my force, my push, my kind of that whole dynamic of cause and effect as part of linear reality. I tried it, didn't work. It's okay. You're not doing it wrong if your mind is chattering away. If you're trying to see it, you're not doing it wrong. But let's also take that 90-degree turn at the same time. There's anti-push-pull. Anti-gravity, anti-senses. That's what we're allowing. The master sense is not human. No longer animals in the zoo. Take a good deep breath. See how easy it is. The funny thing is, and some of you are saying, but nothing's happening. No, not with your 
human senses. It's not, nor do you want it to. You say, but then how do I know something's happening? Because you're allowing it. You may not feel it in the old way or think it in the old way. It's kind of like that old Zen thing. How do I know I'm here? Because I am. How do I know that master sense is here? Because it is. Couldn't be any simpler than that. Well, but I don't have to work for it. Only if you want to. How do I know what this master sense is, you might say? Because you've always had it. How do I know that I'm not just making it up? You make up everything. You just got hypnotized into making up your life, the same as everybody makes up their lives. You got one great big F up makeup. It's all made up. So why not make up? Well, allow what you really are, what you really want. Getting so hungry. <laughs> it's effortless, the master's sense. It's here. You're not, nobody's being denied of it. If you're frustrated about it, where is it? I can't feel it. That's all right. Take a deep breath and allow. Remember that 90 degree sharp turn off of Linear Boulevard onto Fantasy Lane. That's a shortcut over to Enlightenment Highway, which eventually leads to realization. Okay. Take a good deep breath. Take a good deep breath, dear Shambra. Take a good deep breath. Ah, whew, well, I guess I did teach it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go back to the Ascended Masters Club tonight and say, damn right. Yeah, I knew they'd get it. I knew it was time. 
So, my dear friends, we're going to continue with this. We have a lot of uh, things going on for this year, the obvious. We have uh, so much to do, but we go off in this other direction now. It's going to seem strange, unreal at times. Is it really there? Is it really tangible? But remember, it's not just about that five-sensed linear life anymore. You're never going to get to an Enlightenment Boulevard that way. Never. So we allow the, the, the other perspectives, uh, not just the physical perspective. We allow all the other perspectives to start coming in. It's going to feel weird. Uh, I grant you that. It's going to definitely feel weird. But then you're going to come around understanding this is so natural. And to be that animal in the zoo for so long was actually the unnatural state. So let's take a deep breath with that, and you know how we're going to end this. You know we're going to take a deep breath together and say, Happy New Year! (laughs) And all is well in all of creation. Thank you, my dear friends. May the Master's sense be with you. So with that, allow that feeling, allow that experience to integrate with you. Stay with your breath. Keep allowing. And thank you for being here with Jeffrey Hoppe, channeling Adamus. Thank you, Jeffrey Hoppe, channeling Adamus, for being so bold. Thank you to everyone in the audience, everyone listening to our staff, this amazing group that makes this possible. We'll be back here. I believe it's the first Saturday of the month. I believe that's February 6th. So with that, thank you. Be well and Happy New Year. Thank you.